0: This is the Anna Dare Podcast. Hello there and thank you for joining me. It is the Anna Dare Podcast. I am Anna Dare. Imagine that. Welcome. So Olympic fever, have you got it? I don't, I will say. I'm not watching this year, but that's neither here nor there. The Olympic events, that's what I want to talk about, okay? I reckon they could get a little bit more creative with the events. You know, it's the same old. Why not mix it up a little bit? And so, <laughs> with that in mind, i I came across something. All right, okay. So I saw this meme on um Facebook, and it said every four years the triathlon should be a different combo of three Olympic sports drawn out of a hat at the opening ceremony. This was somebody's tweet, a bloke called Roger Sherman. Then somebody tweeted uh, onto that and said, "Hold it! The last day of the Olympics." And any athlete from any sport can enter, and the winner extinguishes the flame. (laughs) Ha, genius. Honestly, I'm so here for that. They need to modernise the Olympics a little bit, and I think Japan has tried to do that. Obviously, as a host nation, you get to add some new things. So skateboarding is in. Yes, absolutely love it. Surf Surfing's in. (laughs) I've just read that as surfboarding. Surfing's in. Uh, Sport climbing... And also karate. Now, baseball and softball have been added back in. They haven't been on uh, the Olympic lineup since 2008. I'm a massive baseball fan, so yay for that. And Japan are a big baseball country. So, look, what other sports could we add? And I'm thinking, let's get creative. It doesn't have to be an official sport. How's this? Tug of war was once an Olympic event in 1920. Let's add that back into the mix. That would be epic. And get this one. It only made an appearance once, and I think I can understand why. Live pigeon shooting. Yeah, once. It was in the 1900 Paris Olympics. The winner killed 21 pigeons. About 300 pigeons were killed altogether during that event. You can see why that didn't make a comeback. So, flash forward 132 years into the future. Why not get ready for 2032? Brisbane, we should start planning now. The host nation gets to pick new events. Japan, of course, have re-added skateboarding and surfing and baseball. So, what are we going to re-add? And look, it doesn't have to be sporty, sporty. So, uh, Kylie... Kylie, you're calling me today from Long Worry. How's it going? Oh, good, you? Yeah, Doing great. a good job as always. Thank you very much. Friday, got to love it. Oh, thank goodness for that. <laughs> now, let me let me ask you, what do you want to see added if we're going to start putting some new events into the Olympics? Okay, this is a great topic. I love this. And I actually have two. Oh, great. Now, okay. They're a little bit out of the box. Yeah. So and they're not going to get over the line, <laughs> but uh, they'd be interesting if nothing else. Um, I think one of them should be a kissing. Kissing. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so go Hang on. Oh, just the longest kiss. <laughs> and so it's country one country kissing another country. Yep, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> the other one the yep. other one that I have is who's the fastest Texa or SMS. Oh with yes! Telephone. Everyone's on their phones all the time. Let's just see who's the fastest. Which country is the fastest? texer? That's a really good idea, actually, <laughs> because twenty thirty two. I mean, think about it. it. My son was born in the year two thousand. He'll be thirty two for the yes, next Olympics. That's right. So yeah. he he's got a many. He probably many... already knew how to use an iPad by the time he was six months old. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> yeah. he'd be an, he'd be a very fast texter. Oh, I yeah. could have an, a, a son that's an Olympic. <laughs> Winner. How good would that be? Amazing. <laughs> hey, I love these ideas. Thank you, Kylie. No worries. It'll have a good day. You too. Enjoy the weekend. You too. Honestly, I had not thought of that. The longest kiss. I would be so good at that. <laughs> I'm a great kisser. Oh, hang on though. In 2032, oh man, if, if I'm still alive, I'll be so old. Nobody, nobody's going to want to kiss me. <sighs> there goes my dreams of being an Olympic gold medalist for the longest kiss Oh, that's so depressing. I think we need to do something else. To take my mind off it. It is now time for TV time. Yes, that's what I'm calling it. Anna's TV time. I know I put a lot of thought into uh, the title of this. Now, you're only going to get this content here on the Anna Dare podcast on the listener app. So, yay, aren't you lucky? Now, I watch a lot of TV. I am obsessed with television. I'm a really lazy person, but I also just like to be entertained. And I watch good TV, I watch bad TV. I'm, I'm here for all of it. Dr. Death, that is the one I want to tell you about first. It is amazing. It's on Stan and it's based on a true story. It's actually based on a podcast that was made uh, probably three years ago. I did listen to that whole podcast actually and it is absolutely mind-blowing that this guy got away with what he got away with for as long as he did. But thankfully, there's a happy ending, I guess. Uh, now, Dr. Death, the title guy, the doctor, He is played by Joshua Jackson. You might know him from Dawson's Creek, the TV show. I never watched Dawson's Creek. I think I was 18 or 19. I was out partying when that came out. But he's he's great and he gains weight and then loses weight and gains it and there's lots of flashbacking. So check it out. Not only has it got Joshua Jackson in the title role of Dr. Death, Christian Slater. How much do you love him? Oh, my goodness. As a 90s teenage girl, Christian Slater was everywhere. Remember Gleaming the Cube, that skateboarding movie? Loved him in that. And, of course, he was in the radio movie. What was that called? How can I not remember this? He was Happy Harry the DJ. It's one of the best 90s movies. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to Google the name of it. It's completely gone from my brain. Anyway, he was incredible in that too. Uh, and he plays another doctor in this film. He actually plays uh, the doctor, one of the doctors that is trying to get Dr. Death disbarred or charged or whatever you want to call it uh, because he starts noticing his terrible behaviour. So you need to... Uh, Get on board for Christian Slater. But not only is there Christian Slater, there is also Alec Baldwin. Yes. How much do you love Alec Baldwin? Oh, he's so entertaining. Uh, He also plays a surgeon. Now, he and uh, Christian Slater team up together to try and get this guy gone. Tell you who else turns up in it is Kelsey Grammer from Frasier also. And cheers. I love Kelsey Grammer. He's in it. Uh, It's a really, really good show. And I'm still trying to find the name of the the movie that I'm talking about from the 90s. Happy Harry Hardon was the character. Pump up the volume. Oh my gosh. I can't believe that my brain couldn't find that. Okay. There it is. Christian Slater. Go back and watch Pump Up the Volume. It's incredible. Anyway, Dr. Death. Check it out on Stan. Now my next one, Survivor. Yes. Channel 10. Survivor Australia. Okay. To begin with, I wasn't really keen because it was set in the Outback, not on some tropical island in Fiji. And I love the tropical island shows. But I'm I'm okay with it now. I've settled into the Outback. It's filmed in Queensland in Cloncurry. And it's Brains vs. Brawn. The American Survivor has done that plenty of times before. Um this is the first time Australian Survivor has done Brains vs. Brawn. Okay. Of course the Brawn tribe are super hardcore you know, crazy fit people, and they're so arrogant. The men, particularly the men, are so arrogant. I can't stand there's a guy called Emmett. I think Emmett's trying to pretend to be David, the golden god who won Australian Survivor last time. You know the guy I'm talking about. Uh, I think Emmett's watched it, and he's trying to act like him a little bit. It's so irritating, and I want him to stop. Anyway, the Brains Tribe, of course, consists of, you know, very smart people. And a lot of them are quite fit too. So I really love the Brains Tribe. I like to go for the underdogs. And there's one underdog from the very start on the Brains Tribe, and that's George. He is a a politician. He's a member of the Labor Party and he is a very strange dude, but I love him. He's really entertaining to watch, and he's been trying to make all these moves. And he's doing—he's the fact that he's still there is quite commendable for him because they have all been out to get him from the very beginning. So I suggest you check out Survivor AU on Channel 10. It's well worth watching. Now, that brings me to trash TV. All right. This is my indulgence, okay? It's reality TV, and it's called Life After Lockup. And it's on nine now, and I just discovered last night that there's three seasons of it. I've actually watched Love After Lockup. I used to download it. Um, And it's trash, absolute trash. People that have been to prison that have fallen in love with people on the outside and then they try and, you know, keep their relationships going once they've gotten out of prison. It's American. It's just terrible, but I cannot look away. It's train crash TV I'm here for it. So that's probably what I will invest myself in over the weekend is more life after lockup. I've just started season one. There's three seasons on nine now. So there you go. A bit of highbrow TV for you with Dr. Death down to the lowbrow life after lockup. Uh, I love television. As I've said, I can give you all sorts of TV advice and that is what I'm going to continue to do throughout my podcast. Uh, It is Anna's TV time. (laughs) So, from TV, we're going to go to some advice, I guess, on how to have a threesome. Yeah, that's right. Now, obviously, you've seen what's going on in the UK with their COVID measures and numbers, and they have had a long, hardcore lockdown. And I guess. They've only had, you know, certain things that they've been allowed to do at home. It's got them thinking of ideas. <laughs> and this is what they've come up with. The BBC's Channel 4 are launching a new doco called How to Have a Threesome later this year. And then straight after that doco, there's going to be another one called How to Navigate Your Divorce. <laughs> but if you watch uh, How to Have a Threesome and things go well, you might want to watch the documentary called How to Introduce Your Kids to your new shared love interest. That'll be a really, really good one. Very, very informative. Now, how to have a threesome. I just thought that was the, um, that show Love Island. Apparently, the menage à trois is number one on the list of things that adults would like to achieve in the bedroom. So there is a demand for the show, apparently. Uh, now the first hurdle to this is getting your partner to sit down and watch it with you. Hey, there's a there's a show on tonight about having a threesome. Um, oh, sounds like a laugh, right? <laughs> I mean, it's it's not a thing I'd be into, but you know, if, if it was something that you ever might be interested in, you know, just in case it ever comes up, not that I'm expecting it would, but if you were interested, I'd be supportive of it. Of course, we could certainly talk about it. How to have a threesome. Hopefully it covers the important things like reminding you that your partner is supposed to be involved too, not just awkwardly sitting on the edge of the bed. <laughs> Speaking of beds, I am going to be spending some quality time in mine over the weekend. Yes, sleep-ins. Come at me. Thank you again for listening uh, and I will catch you on my breakfast show, Triple M Gippsland on 94.3 and 97.9 from 6am till 9am Monday to Friday. Enjoy. If you want more from Anna, make sure you catch her weekday mornings on Gippsland's Triple M. Also available on Listener.